Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, also as well, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, where we're covering the NFL draft and the trade for Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So go ahead and check that out next week, right there at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also, as well, LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro today as far as LakersBall.com as Ox1947. And also as well, if you can support his awesome business, Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Also as well, Magic Man in the Morning. We had two great episodes coming up for you here soon. A Lakers Snack Pack earlier today, but also Magic Man in the Morning. It's usually the Magic Man here going ahead and hosting the show. We subbed in for him this week, so go ahead and check it out each and every Friday morning right there for you, wherever you get your podcasts, and also as well, Lakers Fast Break on YouTube. And speaking of Lakers Fast Break on YouTube, if you could like, share, subscribe, support, and do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, including subscribing today, which will get you, which will get you the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break show, podcast, or what have you when it comes to NBA observations. Do you know your Lakers trivia? Lakers history 101, Lakers weekend, which is coming up, Magic in the morning, Magic Man in the morning, also as well, the Lakers stack pack, and of course, our world-famous postgame. So go ahead and subscribe today so you absolutely can get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Plus also as well, Lakerholics.com, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom. You know he's happy, so go ahead and check out what he's saying, along with Jamie Sweet. He's got to hear all of this at Lakerholics.com. Also our good friend Stone Hansen, who's actually, I believe, flying in the air right now. Safe travels to you, my friend. If you see this, go ahead and check out his awesome podcast today. Of course, that's the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Our good friend John McCalin, you know he's happy. He's going to be telling you why on the John McCalin channel right there for you. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. 
And don't forget our playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. You missed a great time. Absolutely. It was a P- it was a party, a fiesta. Please, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break for Tuesday's game because well, guess why? The Lakers won heading into tonight, game six, a crucial game for the Lakers coming off of a little more than one day's rest. Everything was really looking kind of nervous time for the Lakers. But you know what? Joe said, just let them come home. Just let them come home to the crypt and we'll get it done. And you know what? Right from the get-go early on in the first quarter, they did just that. Jack Nicholson was in the building and I said, no way are you going to let the Lakers lose when Jack Nicholson comes out of what several you know, I'm not again, years, years since the last time he's been seen in public. So great to have him here and have him watch the Lakers dismantle. From the get-go, the Memphis Grizzlies, who just looked shook right from the get-go. They could not be able to handle anything that the Lakers threw at them. D'Angelo Russell, we always talked about how D'Angelo Russell has not been consistent for the Lakers, only giving him a little spurt there, a little spurt here. Well, I'll tell you what, this was his best game ever as a Los Angeles Laker. 12-17, 5-9 from beyond the arc, 31 points and a plus 27 LeBron James, 9 of 13, 2 of 5 from beyond the arc and 22 points. Jared Vanderbilt, who they left open in only 15 minutes, 3 of 8 from behind the arc, 9 points and a plus 19. But it was Anthony Davis on the inside. What a tremendous effort from him. He only was credited with five block shots. I do not know how that number is so low. It seemed like it was 20 block shots as he consistently was creating havoc on the inside. For the Memphis Grizzlies, 16 points, 14 rebounds for him, and five block shots. Overall, the Lakers, 15-2 to two in the block shot margin. Just truly a great performance. Rui Hashimura had six. Wenya Gabriel came in and gave the Lakers some decent minutes, plus one and six points. And Malik Beasley and Lonnie Walker, they all scored really well. And Max Christie went really well in garbage time because this was a blowout early in the second half all I asked was that the Lakers get above 30 and they did even beyond that as they win by 40 points 125 to 85 their best performance of the year we've said this before but this has got to be without a doubt 52 points in the paint outscoring them there by 20 their fast break points 24 to 14 Truly a tremendous performance, but here today to talk about today's game, two happy guys indeed. First up, first man here, you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Magic Man in the Morning, and also his upcoming Lakers weekend show. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here, and wouldn't you know, isn't it so much easier for you to just sit back and relax for a couple of days because the Lakers have won by 40. They move on to the second round and we can go ahead and just wait to see what happens in Sacramento on Sunday. Absolutely, Gerald. That is so, that picture right there is great. After all the guff and craziness that's happened this year for Gerald to be able to sit back and relax with a beer and not be nervous about the Lakers. Let next me do this game. again. I like this. <sighs> <sighs> I like uh, that. 
Honestly, Gerald, um, Anthony Davis played 28 minutes, um, nine field goal attempts. He only shot four three throws, but he was the most dominant player on the floor. Um, yeah, only five blocks, but it just seemed like it was contagious that he was contesting everything at the rim, and then everybody decided that they would fall into line two. And there was just a lot of presence of mind to just guard the hell out of the paint. Just just, just be resistant were- to everything. And they were able to counter Memphis every time they tried to uh, build some momentum, but it just it wasn't to be. AD decided he was going to take this game by the horns. Um, and we talked about it on the snack pack, Gerald, that if a few guys come together and decide that the urgency is enough, that this is a game seven, this is your game seven. You don't want to play a game seven if you don't have to. If you can avoid a game seven, you avoid it. And AD played like this was his last game he was ever going to play on the planet Earth, Gerald. He it played was with just, a lot of urgency. Was it was for, watch. it was ferocity. He actually he reminded me a lot of KG defensively, just with his sheer re- relentlessness and ferocity. Um, I'm so happy for D'Lo too. I I wanted him to break out in the worst way. Um, he finally shot over fifty percent in a playoff game, and he did it in a clinching game. I mean, as a Laker. That's fantastic, man. Hats off. And again, I'll I'll say it at halftime, um, and I'll say it again. The three stars at half are the three stars at the end of the game. AD's the first star. I would give D'Lo the second star. LeBron's the third star. And uh, Wenyan, we were looking for an unsung hero, somebody to come in and give some quality minutes, and he was our unsung hero tonight. Once again, the Lakers do win by 40. A 40 spot. They put a 40 spot there, 125 to 85. Also here today, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing at LakersBall.com as Ox1947, plus also as well his own company. Please support him today if you live in the Southern California area. It is Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe. Again, we, we've always talked about how the Lakers can just go ahead and maybe just put the pedal to the metal and, and just do what they can to just try and get this thing done as fast and as well as possible. And today they just did just that. Yeah. We can't help, but look at the irony in the number 40, the the number 40 is synonymous with this series because of a player in Memphis whom mentioned it first. Not only did the, the number 40 become the stamp in the series. It was this, it was double stamped. The first time it was LeBron having his first 2020 game, which Shaq famously said 20 plus 20 equals 40. And then to clinch the series, they win by 40. It's things like this that make me feel like there is a grand designer looking down on us there is a god there is something out there because it is it's just too freaky of a coincidence (laughs) uh 
I was telling Sean on playback that I was a little nervous before the game. That slowly dissipated as the first half started to finish up, and then it really went away after the third quarter. But this this series played out in the exact way that we hoped it would play out. The Lakers would steal a game in Memphis. They'd win all their home games. I just didn't expect this kind of a, a close. I, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely, I'm, I've been proud of this team this entire series. I was even proud of them in the last game, just because you can, you can see the effort that was there. Uh, the Lakers did themselves a huge service tonight. Not only did they, for, at least from my memory in the last, uh, 89 games. I did miss one game out of that uh, due to a protest during the year. Um, I, I don't remember AD and LeBron both sitting an entire fourth quarter. We've been begging for that for a while. I have come, I had come to the realization that the today's NBA is just not going to allow a, a, a team to do it anymore, and, and they weren't. But tonight was really nice. LeBron only played 31 minutes. AD played only 28 minutes. That night, they not only didn't have to exert too much energy, but they 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 now have a break here now that Sacramento forced a game seven against Golden State. So this worked out about as good as it could have worked out, guys. I mean, in every way, in every way. So, Gerald, the loss in game two was solidified when the Lakers won three and four. This game cancels out the game they had in game five. It came out exactly how it should have. Lakers in six. Lakers made history tonight, beating a two seed like they were the two seed playing the seven seed. Once again, the Lakers do win 125 to 85. Glad to have everyone here. It is Gerald Glassford along with Joe Soro, Magic Man Sean Grice. And also here today, he is the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today at Lakerholics.com, where he's always wreaking havoc, just like the Lakers did today, on Jamie Sweet and his five things at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. Laker Tom, great to have you here, my friend. Lakers win as you designed it. Game six. Kenneth Stone, we got to give him credit. He was the first one to say it. We all jumped on six, on game six, almost all of us. And you know what? I, I just cannot thank everyone for enough for the support, but we see from today that the Lakers probably can play no better than what they did today. This was a terrific game, and uh, I have a different look at the game ball because I give the game ball to Darvin Ham. I thought he did a terrific job today. You know, when we had the 30-point lead in the third quarter, Wenyan Gabriel had played four minutes. Other than that, we had a seven-man rotation. Here are the plus minuses for those seven guys. Davis, plus 31. Vanderbilt, plus 19. James, plus 32. Russell, plus 27. Reeves, plus 26. Schroeder, plus 13. Hachimura, plus 11. Those were the seven guys who played, man. Five starters and Hachimura and Schroeder. And four minutes from Wenyon in the first three quarters. The other thing that I thought was really terrific is at that same point in time, when we were ahead by 30 with like three minutes left in the third quarter, the number one team in the league in points in the paint, the Grizzlies, had 16 points. 
with 15 minutes left in the game. 16 points. They ended up with 32. And then lastly, just to show you how deep this team is, when their last five were playing our last five, it wasn't even close. We stretched the lead out to 40. Ronnie Walker was playing well. You know, it. it I think it was really amazing that Ham actually – you know, we there's a lot of minutes played in garbage time, so you're going to look at the whole thing. And LeBron didn't play many minutes. AD didn't play many minutes. But if we approached every game with a narrow rotation like that and an idea that we're going to get LeBron and AD some rest in the fourth quarter, this is how you do it. You don't do it by playing Troy, John, Troy Brown Jr. And, and Beasley for 30 minutes a game. Instead, you give the minutes to the guys who really play well and then give the garbage minutes out for other guys to prove that they can get back in the rotation. Um, I was hoping for a nine-man rotation instead of a 10-man rotation. Ham gets the game ball to me because we went with a seven-man rotation and every one of those seven killed him. And that's why we had a 30-point lead with three minutes left in the third quarter. And why LeBron and AD got to sit out the entire fourth quarter. Great job, Darwin Ham. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Great job by Darvin Ham today. I will give him credit. I know we bashed him repeatedly over the course of the entire season, Tom, but I think it was a great effort by Ham. Sean, you've got something to interject in? Go ahead, my friend. Uh, yes, Gerald. But, uh, before... Uh... Before you uh, ask us uh, some more questions, I just wanted to get this over with. I said I would serenade the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> and so I will. Uh, I will. Na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. I'll Turn out the lights. The party's, party's over. over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's <laughs> over. And tomorrow we start the same old thing again. Enjoy the summer, Memphis. Bye. Bye. I'll tell you what, Raphael's leaving the game from Staples slash Crypto.com Arena now. Just glad to have him here. Glad you get the game was so incredible for you. Intel Wild, Zang Zangerstein, Johnny 2K6, everybody's been a part. Just absolutely loving it right now. Once again, the Lakers do win 125 to 85. I want to ask you this. When it comes to Joe, when it comes to what you saw tonight, what can the Lakers take from this that they can consistently provide in the second round against Sacramento or Golden State? We'll talk about who we'd like to see and who we think we'll see later on in the show. But when it comes to what you see now from the Lakers, what can they take from this awesome performance tonight? 
you can take the fact that they have officially merged into a fully chemist chemistry championship contender right now. It's taken them two and a half months since the deadline to reach that goal, which in and itself is amazing. This team hasn't had a training camp. They've barely played against, they've barely played together. And the fact that they looked like tonight, like they were a veteran team closing out a, a, a team, which is always difficult. I'm so impressed with how they came out and just stayed with it. And it, they didn't stop. They did not stop from beginning to end. It was 48 minutes of destructive basketball, clinics, dominance, every supportive, whatever, however you want to say it, uh, that you can say to make this, uh, to put a button on this game. It was absolutely enjoyable to watch. I know a lot of my friends were texting me while the game was going on. They were already bored in the third quarter. I'm like... <laughs> Go, go suck an egg, man. I go, this is exactly how I want games to end. We've been wanting <laughs> a game like this all season, Joe. It was a perfect game. To me, this is a perfect game. If they played every game like this and won exactly like this, I would enjoy every second of it. So right now, they just, just tore apart the two seed after all the crap that we've dealt with during the year. And what they take into the next series is unadulterated confidence. And what did we talk about confidence? When you have confidence and you're making shots, you are in major trouble against this team. And of course, AD playing Bill Russell. Someone had said it on the chat. AD looked like Bill Russell tonight. I mean, to a T. They could not do jack squat all game. And you didn't even use them most of the game. I'm an absolute beautiful display of basketball, great coaching by, by Darvin Ham in terms of his rotations and the fact that the players made shots. This is a shot-making league. And the Lakers didn't stop making shots from the tip to the buzzer. Absolutely, Raphael. If that means you're, you're the good luck charm, hopefully that will continue to happen. Once again, the Lakers do win by 40, 125 to 85. Sean, let me get you back in here before I bring it back to Tom. When you see a performance like this, it really can send a message to the rest of the league that the Lakers are for real, not just another seven seed that pulled off an upset, but they are a team that really can contend for a world championship. I agree. I agree, Gerald. And when we specifically look at the matchup next, his his matchup will likely be one of uh, either Dre and or Kevin Looney and one of probably Sabonis. Now, uh, Sabonis did win the rebounding title, but that was only off technicalities. Um, uh, AD played in 56 games. Had he played in 58, he would have qualified for all statistics in the NBA. He would have been top 10 in scoring. He would have been the number one rebounder in the NBA. And he likely uh, would have gotten more votes than he did for Defensive Player of the Year. But Gerald? He showed up the defensive player of the year in four times this series. And honestly, I think he outplayed him in one of the losses too. So to me, he's he outplayed the defensive player of the year five out of the six games they played. I think um, like 
the, the thing about it is AD's always been like this defensively. We've just, he's just never had this stretch previously to the bubble championship where he was healthy for an extended period of time. So people can actually see the 100% real physical menace. Like that's just the word to use for him as a defensive anchor. He's a menace. He's a menace on the perimeter. He's a menace in the paint. He create like, uh, I think it was um, Joe used the word havoc. He just creates havoc in the paint. And that can lead to you to a championship. All NBA championships at some point in time have led, led you to the paint. So I'm feeling really good about where we are right now. But again, I'm, I'm also taking it round by round. That this is it gets harder. These four wins, these are the easiest wins you're gonna get of the sixteen. The next twelve are the toughest. That's correct. But for now, the Lakers can go ahead and enjoy what they did, one twenty-five to eighty-five, as they close out game. Uh, excuse me, the first round of the NBA playoffs against the Memphis Grizzlies. Laker Tom is back from LakerHolics.com. Laker Tom, after seeing a performance like this, I know you as the eternal Lakers optimist is going to think that the Lakers are going to go far uh, in whatever series that they have next. So let's start the speculation now. There is a game seven on Sunday between the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we saw the Sacramento Kings in that fourth quarter easily dominate the Warriors at home, which is usually a strong suit for the Warriors to go ahead and take it to a game seven. But then again, the reverse was done on the previous game with the Warriors winning on the road finally. So do you think, despite all the road woes, can the Warriors actually go ahead and basically do the impossible for them and win two on the road? Or do you see the Kings coming out of it? And do you, if you're the Lakers, do you really care? Right now, I don't think the Lakers give a damn. I think they're grateful to the uh, – I think they're grateful to the Kings for – Getting that extra couple of days rest, I'm presuming they get, they'll probably start the game on series on Tuesday. That makes logical sense. Um, there's a couple of things that are factors there. Number one is that um, the Lakers have, have always matched up well with the Warriors, you know. And uh, so there's something to say about that because I don't think they have anybody who can handle AD. But, man, I tell you, their shooting scares me. You know, and they've got a couple of good defenders in Wiggins and and uh, GP two, that that make them you know and and they're champions. You know, they still are the NBA champions. Um, so I would rather play Sacramento, and I'm hoping Sacramento wins at home. Um, my reason for wanting to play Sacramento is, I think you saw today, the poor judgment and the poor play of Savonis. He almost lost that game for them. They play better without him on the court. Um, and in fact, you can tell me, I'll tell you right now who's going to get the MLE from the Lakers next year. Trey Lyles. He's a free agent. He's a clutch client. The Lakers love him. He's exactly what they need. A 269, 236-pound guy who can play inside and outside and, and can it was so funny because we're, we're talking about Trey Lyles, a guy who's been cut by two different teams. Yep. It's so amazing that this guy, yep. I agree with you, Tom, it would be a good get, but I'm just telling you, the guy has basically transformed <sighs> his game from guy who's just stuck outside yep. and just hitting 35%. Of but you know, they played better, they played better with Trey in the game 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying Trey Lyles has transformed his game from a borderline NBA player to something that, like you said, is going to get a nice contract. Sure wish, we, sure wish we had some way of keeping Monk, man. Uh, that guy uh, looks so good. I mean, that's that's basically the power of that. That team now is a two-man team, but it ain't Sabonis who's the second man. It's Malik Monk. You know, they, they pass the ball back and forth between Monk and and, and uh, the guard, point guard. And, and, you know, he's a point guard we could have drafted, you know. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. It, so your thoughts, though, it doesn't really matter to you who the Lakers play at this point in time? Um, I don't think the Lakers care because I think the Lakers really believe that they are the best team. I'll leave a, my last comment on, on this whole thing because – not only has everything turned out exactly like I was hoping it would turn out, because I have an article that I've been writing, and I just haven't had enough evidence yet to write the article and finish it. But the uh, the question of the article is, could this roster that we're playing right now be better than the bubble championship team? And I think they are. And I think they will be. And they will win another championship. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 125 to 85. Before I get it over to John McKaylin, I want to go ahead and get Sean. Sean, can you prove to everyone out there that you are wearing a Lakers hoodie right there? Okay. Because we're thinking Pittsburgh Penguins. Really? Yeah. I looked in the oh, Pittsburgh okay, Steelers. Okay, okay. Boston Bruins. No, nah, it's a it's a is that a green in the front? What color is that dark color? It's it's a purple. Wow, maybe okay. it's my maybe it's my uh, no, it looks black color card or something. Yeah, it's uh, look to me. hey, look, the price is <laughs> the price is right. Uh, normally, these Kelly hoodies sell for about 150 bucks. I got this for 30. Mm. So, um, knows, and 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 hell is that thirty dollars Canadian? Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> sir. Yes, but it was it was hell gentlemen we're four and oh when i wear this so i okay. i think i'm gonna keep wearing it don't take that off yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was told not to even wash it either so we'll um, see what happens Go gerald ahead. i yeah i gotta be honest uh you know I, tom i think tom is correct that the lakers obviously probably don't care who they play i me personally i think that uh i think the kings are a much better matchup especially after we finished this one with Memphis. Um, just running around screens with Steph, Clay, and Poole is exhausting. Wears you out. It wears you out, and it can uh, undo you in a fourth quarter. So, um, I, you know, if you had another wing or two as a, as a two-way defender, maybe I wouldn't feel so uh, – so, uh, I guess nebulous, you know, a little iffy about the Warriors, but I think the Kings are a better matchup. And I'll see to John since he joined us. And also as well here today, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and subscribe today and like and watch the latest videos that he had. He had one on yesterday, so go ahead and check it out. I did. It is the John McCainlian channel. It's the host right there for you, John McCainlian. John, flashing that that awesome hat of yours right there, my friend. So. With the Lakers hat and gear, the Lakers win by 40 right there. 2020, absolutely. Got to love it. So I ask you, my friend, 
what did you like and what did you see from today? You have been on this roller coaster ride with us all year long. You said, you know, they were so frustrating to watch at times. You can't even bother to even see them because it just gets you so angry. <laughs> you and I've talked about it both on the air, in the chat. This was absolutely the best game of the year for the Lakers, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't think they're going to play this well tonight. Um, I thought. They I don't think anybody did. thought. Oh, they I don't think yeah. play that well tonight. <laughs> that's the ultimate optimist. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, for me, I thought that they were, you know, if they wanted to win, they were going to win Game Five, and you know, to get get some rest. I'm glad they won tonight, but I wish you know they played this well in the last game, you know, to get a couple of days more rest because you know Sacramento and Golden State they both like to run so. Um, but yeah, big win tonight. I'm glad we won the series. Um, but yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, who I'd prefer or who I'd prefer to see Lakers play because Sacramento's inexperienced, but they like to run. And, and Golden State, you know, they're a little bit older. They still like to run, but, um, you know, they got more experience. So what about you guys? I think it's a better matchup with Sacramento. I really think, especially like Magic Man said, running around those screens. All yeah. all game long. They don't, have, they don't have two defensive stoppers like Wiggins and GP2. And LeBron running champions. out those screens. They're not Joe? champions. Yeah. Uh, fried chicken. Uh, I got friends here, buddy. You always those have tumble, friends those, here. those tumbleweeds. Those tumbleweeds are sharp, so be careful. <laughs> um, Sean put it perfect. It's 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 the energy they're gonna have to expend on freaking Steph Curry. I, I don't know about Clay as much uh, recently with all his injuries. He's still obviously formidable, but yeah, just chasing Steph Curry versus, I know, I know De'Aaron Fox is a very athletic, but he's, he, we've kind of already played a guy like that and John Morant, and that's really all they have. So I'd rather, I'd rather play, first of all, John Morant and De'Aaron Fox is not Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a different beast. So I'm going to be cheering for Sacramento to win this because of energy levels that would help the Lakers in a series. Uh, what happens in Phoenix and Denver will be probably even more interesting, especially if the Lakers come out of the second round. And that's what I'm going to be waiting for. Once again, the Lakers do win 125 to 85. So glad to have everyone here. We're having big numbers again. It is the Lakers fast break. I'm going to go ahead and turn it back to you, Laker Tom, before I send it over to Sean. When you see, again, what the Lakers can do with AD playing out there the way he can, anchoring the defense, didn't even have to impact the game a whole lot on the offensive end. He was actually you know, doing well on the lobs, but outside of that, he didn't get too many of the post-ups or didn't try outside, which was actually a good thing when you don't have him shooting outside from three. But share us your thoughts when you have AD still impacting the game the way he does well you know it it's been such a chaotic season for him because he went through a period where he was scoring like high 30s every game for you know several games in a row and then he went through a series where he was playing incredible defense and blocking five or six shots a game and he sort of mixed them up you know and part of it is Part of it is a frustrating consistency that starting with the bubble championship, we expected him to, to take the mantle from LeBron and, and become the player that we all thought he should be. Injuries injuries have gotten in the way of that. And, and a little bit too, just maybe satisfaction that 
you've won a championship and you're not as hungry as you were before to win that championship. Um, but I think it's pretty clear now that, and then this is one of the realities that is like not the silver lining to how well we're playing, which is that we're seeing the age in LeBron slowing him down. And LeBron, you know, what happens is you take the guy who's the everyday superstar who does it every single day. And all of a sudden he maybe is only doing it three out of four days, you know? And you can see that that's eventually going to be one out of four, two out of four, then one out of four. And then it'll maybe be a quarter out of, out of four quarters or two quarters out of four quarters and so forth. So while we see AD really putting a defensive imprint that is probably better than I've seen him do in any game in his career that I've watched, especially as a Laker. I mean, his defense in the first half. Do you know in this entire game that John Morant made three buckets? Jaron Jackson Jr. made three buckets. Those two guys got six buckets in the entire game in 48 minutes, man, with their backs to the wall, primarily because Anthony Davis guarded the defense, guarded the paint and protected them, and because Vanderbilt shut down John Morant. So when you look at numbers like that, that these guys are putting out, and you look at what did we have? 13 blocks, I think. No, we had actually 15 to 2 in the block department. 15 to 2 in the blocks. AD is averaging like six stocks a game, steals and blocks combined. And we saw other guys doing the same thing. That block that Rui made was sensational. Vanderbilt blocked one of Morant's shots. Delo had up. I mean, everybody on the team was playing really, really well. And I also thought the refereeing was again. Very un-Lakers favored. I mean, I thought that they really, I couldn't believe some of those calls. Foul on, on the foul on when JJ's coming down the court and runs over Reeves. How is that a, how is that a foul? And I saw this over and over during this game. I don't know what it is. Uh, and they just don't give LeBron any respect when he goes into the key and gets hit. So for me, this was a game where I was basically yelling the entire time. F Memphis, you know, F every person on Memphis from the dirty plays that, that, that every single person on there to their whole goddamn city that killed Elvis, you know, forget it. Colonel Parker killed Elvis. Memphis killed Elvis. And Memphis Ooh. can go to hell as far as I'm concerned. I, I like, I'd like to see Dylan Brooks. My wife said something that was really unusual. She's one of the less violent people in the world. She said, you know, I actually hope he gets hurt. <laughs> you know, I mean, I said, honey, that's not really good thing to say, but I do too. So uh, anyway, feel better. Uh, feel. Try to make up for it after the season. There you yeah. go. So anyway, no, 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 no. This, this clown brought it on himself. <laughs> yes. This yes. clown. This clown brought it on himself. Look, we talked. When he about got his forty, <laughs> we gave him his forty today. Twice. He's like, like. What one of the rule like okay, one of the rules of being a heel is you never break character. And when you talk, and Gerald, I'm not because we won this playoff series today. I'm not gonna share any expletives. When you talk blank, and then you duck the media, you're breaking character. 
You're not who you think you are. You're not who you say you are. We see right through it. And every just about everybody in the NBA saw through it this year as well, Gerald. Oh yeah. When they're when they're 42 and 20 and they're beating you by 25 in the fourth quarter, yeah, they're talking, they're they're in your face. But when they're down by 25, we saw what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll yep, we'll uh, we'll worry about next year. You know, because uh, I've got my new rap song I'm going to post on Instagram. Well, I'll tell you what, it was a great game indeed. Once again, the Lakers do win by 40, 125-85. They win the series in six. Kenneth, uh, got to get again, Kenneth Stone, he called it first. He called it in advance, way ahead of all of us. A lot of us did predict the Lakers in six, but he was the first one to do so. So we got to give him full credit on that. John McCallion, bring it back around to you, my friend. When you see the Lakers play this well, I know, again, it, does it give you confidence that the Lakers can go a long way in the NBA playoffs? You know what? It all comes down to, you know, whether or not LeBron and AD are healthy. And, uh, you know, if they're healthy, because I know LeBron's foot is probably still bothering him, and AD has like 50 million injuries. Um, <laughs> if, uh, you know, as long as they both stay healthy and then, um, you know, we, we get a solid contribution from two to three role players each game, I think um, that, yeah, we'll, we'll go far because I think Denver and Phoenix are going to beat each other up. And, you know, if we get to the Western Conference Finals, then I think we have a pretty solid chance of, you know, beating whoever that is. I'll tell you what, if you could get 24 blocks from AD, which was the highest amount of blocks in a series since 2014, uh, and it's truly amazing. And then as Johnny2k6 says, 40 blocks as a team. My God, Joe, 40 blocks as a team. Block party. A block party. I mean, when you not only just AD, 24 blocks, but, you know, you saw the help. The help defense at times from the Lakers was just tremendous. This team, and credit Darvin Ham, which is something we have not done, you know, as maybe much as a lot of people like, but we are giving him a credit today. The defense has always been the steady rock for the past couple months. Wherever we thought of the offense all over the place, the defense, Joe, has really gotten it done, and it showed in this first round. Yeah, it was one of those Avenger moments where everyone just wanted to form together to play for each other, to do exactly what their teammate was doing, and it was it was as beautiful basketball as you can watch in, 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 in all year and in, in general, not even all year, just ever. It was a there. This is a seventh seed that was sitting at thirteen for months, coming in and just shellacking a two seed that has a lot of talent and had up until tonight the best defense in the league. Right now, at this point, it's the Lakers, <laughs> and a, a thought just came through my head while you guys were talking. Um, Miami doing what it's doing, and the Lakers doing what they're doing. <laughs> All those bubble, you know, now let's, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but let's, let's, let's have some fun with this. What, what would be the discussion? Should there be a rematch this year? And obviously the Lakers have the same result. What's the excuse going to be then? Oh, it's, it's, it's an odd year. It's an odd year. That's, that's what it is. So both of everyone, if that should happen, you can sit and spin now on these, okay? <laughs> yep. So don't 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 sit there and say that these things happen because oh because 
look, they all played by the same rules. It's not like, you know, these guys didn't do something here and they didn't do something like you'll, you'll give any excuse. And there's not one a-hole out there whose team had their team won. They would have looked at that banner in their team's rafters and said, it's legitimate. And anyone who says, anyone who says no is a lying sack of crap. 100%. That's a 100%er. Any other play, any other fan base, if their team wins in 2020, they're sitting there going, it's a legitimate title. But because their team didn't win, it's not. So I just think it'd be kind of cool. Even though I'd rather beat the Celtics in the finals for 18, I think that would be poetic. But I know, um, I think it was, uh, was it Richard that said Knicks? Knicks and Lakers in the finals, that would be fun. That would be a fun finals. Celtics, got to be the Celtics. But the Celtics would be the, wow, I just, my brain can't comprehend that. The battle for right number now. 18 between the Celtics Getting 18 and off. You cannot have anything better than that. No, not at all. So I'm going to enjoy this, and I'm going to ho- hope, I'm going to wish that we have, Whatever we had tonight, be the thing it is until the end of the season, which hopefully propels us to a unprecedented championship, should they do it. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news? information original videos articles podcasts opinion pieces and discussions about the los angeles lakers will look no further than lakerholics.com with a legion of followers always there talking about everything lakers and the nba there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run so stop by and be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com i will ask you though as the lakers do win 125 to 85 they win the series against memphis four games to two and move on to the second round sean let me ask you this when it comes to d'angelo russell this is the best game he's ever had as a laker consistency throughout the entire game something we have not seen from him at all you know, where he gets stretches and you get binges. You wait, you wait almost sometimes the entire game before you get a stretch, good stretch by D'Lo. Today, we didn't have to wait that long. Today, we saw a great performance from the get-go. What can we do to keep that going? Or what can he do to keep that going? John said it, by the way. This is the best, actually, this is the best D'Angelo Russell game ever. Sean? Not just, not just tonight, not just as a Laker, ever. Sean, can you hear me, Matt? Mm-hmm. I can yeah. hear you. I, I'm okay. just, uh, you know, somebody else is talking. That's all. Well, I, well, I actually was directing it towards you as far as. Okay. Like all right. Yeah. I think uh, moving forward, you need to keep milking the cow here. He had, I don't have him in front of me, but he had just a number of possessions where him and AD were feeding each other off on the pick and roll. I like that and pick and roll. I love that pick and roll too. It seemed to be very efficient. It seemed like D'Lo was either getting into the lane uh, or he would b- be able to uh, back off and make that uh, 14-footer that we know he can make, Gerald, or he was lobbing it up to AD. So it just seemed that there was more creativity, uh, and I think hopefully it, it means that giving D'Lo more responsibility because I think 
you know, LeBron, <laughs> the less uh, time LeBron has the ball in his hands to rest, even if it, even if it's just a possession or two, pays dividends, especially at the end of these these games. The further we go, so I just I would just milk the cow, just continue to uh, support D'Lo and man, Gerald when he when he is confident, uh, all facets of his game improve. He he again him. Austin Reeves, LeBron, all had more than five assists tonight. So they were actually sharing the ball as much five as... Five guys had three assists. Yeah. Four so four. Yeah. So D'Lo was looking for, for to get other guys going as much as he was trying to get himself going, which was really nice to see because, you know, we heard those cryptic comments about him saying he's not a I point had to guard. hear it from Hoodie on Twitch for the past three games. Yeah, I'm not uh, a know, point he showed guard. Me like 15 pictures of John Moran and Memphis is this and Memphis is that. Like the rest of the Memphis Grizzlies, where are they now? I, I don't hear anything. Cancun, man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah three Cancun. Yeah. Yeah, if if a if if a if a bear gets shot in the head in the woods, does it make a sound? Exactly. Uh, why don't we ask the Memphis Grizzlies right now? I don't hear anything. I don't I hear wanna, anything. Will they show wanna, up for the pre- final press conference, I wonder? Brooks and Moran? I don't know. I, don't know. I, mean, I just I don't hear anything from their fans base. The, you know, that was, the Sour Patch so Bears. Quick talk, so quick to talk smack on us for, for all this entire this past week, and they're not it's, here when it counts. Well, guess what, Gerald? Yeah. That's why we that's why they're be forever known as the Sour Patch Kids. Absolutely. They'll probably they'll probably burn down Graceland tonight. <laughs> John, let me get you in here real quick. Uh, what I want to again focus on is the consistent team play that we saw. How can we go ahead and build, continue to build on this for Tuesday's game? Again, getting quality play for more than just a few minutes from D'Lo, getting another solid game from Austin Reeves playmaking. And again, getting supporting players to play continuously this well, both on the road and at home. John? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're on. You're on live, my friend. I sorry, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking to Sean. <laughs> no, no. I got, I'm sorry. I got to pronounce that. Ah, uh, John. The J. The J. Yeah, John. <laughs> sorry. Can you repeat the question? I'm just saying, how can they continue to sustain this momentum? How about that? The thing that we, you know, we've been seeing, you know, they've they've been like playing like hell over the last few months to make sure that they play the playoffs. But there are times where they have played down to their competition, or like for example, this series when Ja didn't play in game two, I felt like you know they they felt a little more comfortable, and that kind of came to bite bite them in the butt because Memphis came out swinging and they won that game. So I think the biggest thing is just to not take any grain for not take any game for granted, and uh, you know play play every game uh, to the best of their ability instead of just letting their foot off the gas. Well, I'll tell you what, it just, it's just great having everyone here. 50 minutes in, we're still having and rejoicing everything that's going on with the Lakers winning 125 to 85. They win the series four games to two. Really looking forward to seeing what happens in round two. And we know we're going to cover it all right here for the Lakers fast break. Plus on Tuesday night, Go ahead and catch our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. You know, Lakerholics is going to be rocking and rolling there as far as putting out some great stuff as well. The John McCallion channel, he's going to re- rejoice on his channel. And, you know, Magic Man's going to be here this weekend for Lakers weekend. But for you, Joe, 
my friend. You know Lakers Ball is rocking. What's the feedback you're seeing right now with LakersBall.com? Well, there's this uh, thread that one of the posters uses. Uh, it's called uh, it's the uh, Doom. It's uh, Doomsday, basically the opposition's uh, forum comments. So after a win, she posts comments from from the forums, and then she reacts to the to those comments. So if you guys want to hear some funny stuff, I think it'll be a good a good night tonight when she posts the the doom the doom comments from the Memphis forums, and uh, she'll make comments of them, and, and they're 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 pretty they're pretty funny. Uh, some, good material tonight to work on. Some nights some nights it's better than others. Some nights some nights it's epic. It's just it's essentially something where you get an idea of what the other side is saying. It's always a good spot. The forums of other teams is always the best material for anything in terms of understanding what the team is. If I was doing play-by-play on a daily basis or a weekly basis, I would probably go to all the forums and and get get the 401 on all the all the players and how they're performing. Uh, Most most teams, just like us, you know, they 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 destroy their own people at the slightest. So you get a chance to see that, but. Lakers ball, I've been again. I've I've been kind of neglecting uh, them a little bit because I've been spending a lot of time here. But I have been going back and forth a little bit more this last few weeks just to tell everybody what's up. Um, I wasn't able to make the game thread again tonight because I I missed uh, the first half of uh, playback. Uh, I was at a I was at a out of the out of the office doing some stuff late, and then I finally got back and fast forward through the first half, which was the best way to watch a game. By the way, when you can get through the the commercials and the free throws, but that's so funny because Joe was ranting on playback about the timeouts in those fourth quarter and the, and the commercials. Jesus, it felt like I didn't get anything <laughs> out of that first half. It's like every other freaking possession was a timeout, and a lot of it I think had to do with the fact that they couldn't get enough commercial for the crappy game the NBA had. I'm talking about the NBA which is just that it's draining and every commercial is some kind of stupid ass freaking car commercial or some stupid, you know, take this drug. If you have hair that grows to the left, I mean, just like Jesus Christ, how much more of this pushing of bull crap are we going to have to watch? At least can you do some nice, funny commercials? At least spare us the BS Carl's jr. And eat more disgusting fast food and, Buy more overpriced garbage cars. Thank you. Okay, we got it. Can we? Can you? Can you throw something else at us? But even with that, it was just. It was a great night. It was. It was a calming night. It was an enjoyable night. It just. I just. There's so much excitement now. We're 12 wins away from 18. I just can't believe we're here. I, I think it's starting to sink in right now especially after the up and down ride we've had all season long, the angst and we've had just, just everybody in the chat that's been up and down with us all season long. We cannot thank you enough for your continued support. It's just been tremendous. Sean, you're, you're laughing at something, man. So the 40 numbers being thrown around a lot tonight and yes, I, I'm just here are some stats for you. Okay, Gerald, this is, by the way, uh, Ben McMahon just posted that uh, Dylan Brooks again left the locker room, went to the team <laughs> bus, and will not speak to the media again. Uh, game one, 
38% from the field, 22% for three. Game two, 35% from the field, 33% from three. Game three, 23% from the field, 20% from three. Game four, 36% from the field, 14% from three. Game five, 20% from the field, 20% from three. Game six, 36% from the field, 40% from three. He shot 40% from three in a game where his team lost by 40. Great, Dylan. You broke out. You finally broke out, and your team lost by 40. Absolutely. Cannot thank everyone enough for being part of today's coverage. Just truly sensational. Congratulations to everyone out there. You've been done so great for us. 600-plus subscribers right now, as as Sean just cannot stand. Uh, you know, he's just, he's just laughing all over the place. But thank you so much. Thank you. Everybody out there, thank you for getting us over 600 subscribers. Oh, Rego Joe is Reggae Joe is right, Gerald. You did shave for this evening show. Uh, yeah, I still got the goatee going on. I still got the goatee going on. But yeah, we'll see what happens if I can do a little bit more shaving. But it is above 600 <laughs> subscribers. Thanks so much. Uh, exactly, <laughs> John. Yeah, you know what? Me too, John. Me too. But Laker Tom, I'm going to close it out with you, my friend. Please let us know what's going on at Lakerholics.com. And then also, John, I want to get everybody in on, uh, you know, why they need to check out his channel as well. But go ahead, Tom. I think the thing that's most interesting is that we're seeing a lot of people who have a lot of faith in the Lakers after this year. And the big difference that I see in this team and why I think they're better than the bubble championship team is the secondary stars. You know, it was really LeBron and AD. And I, I guess you'd have to say Rondo, who were so important in the bubble. They were the three players who carried us. But when you throw D'Lo in there, he sort of fills that same role that Rondo was doing. Because Rondo shot the three sensationally during that series. And the way D'Lo's playing. And then you add, add in Reeves. And I think that I was really impressed that Doris brought up the whole subject that one of the things that really was important about the moves that the Lakers made at the trade deadline was they opened a runway for Reeves to really take off and become a lot bigger factor in the game, to have the ball in his hand a lot, to, to become that other playmaker and, and to move into the starting lineup. All of those things sort of went along. And then you look back on the evolution of the way that the lineup came along, which I thought was also something that impressed me with Darvin Ham because his early lineups were not very good, you know, um, but we got into the situation. What's the matter? They're mocking me, Tom. Go ahead. They're mocking oh, me. Okay. <laughs> what are you picking on? Sorry, for? sorry, Tom. I didn't mean to jack up your Because top. I got the clean shave <laughs> and I'm wearing, I'm unbuttoning. I had the uh, shirt unbuttoned. Next thing you know, you're going to start seeing Gerald. It's 95 degrees here in Vegas. Can you cut me some slack? Go ahead, Tom. It's called air conditioning. No, at any rate, I, I, here's, here's, the, here's the key thing about the playoffs. There are teams who go into these playoffs that have had a whole year of continuity and consistency or several years, the Boston Celtics. The Lakers don't have that benefit because they had a trade deadline and they had a team that played maybe two months of games together. So the only way the Lakers are going to win the championship is if they do one major thing, which is they have to get better every single series. They have to meet the challenge of this first 
series. And they actually got it to the point where they played the best game of the year on the most important day of the year for them to move forward. So they got that. They did exactly what they needed to do in the first round. The second round is going to be a lot more challenging because if you look at the teams that are remaining, I would almost rather play the other two teams left in the West than I would rather play either of the two teams that we're going to play, one of those two teams. I think that they're the more dangerous situation. If we get by that one, then we're in the Western Conference Finals. We get by the Western Conference Finals, we're in the NBA Finals. So as long as we can continue to grow, I think the thing that this game showed is this team has a huge ceiling. They have a ceiling that is a championship-level ceiling. We saw that tonight. We saw that in the will of the team, the play of the superstars, the play of the secondary stars, and the overall defense and effort that the team played for 48 minutes, including the fact that every single player who played in this game, whether you played in garbage time or real time, came out with a positive net plus, net rating for the team. And actually, the worst net rating was one, which was Wenyan Gabriel in his 10 minutes. And the best was Anthony Davis at 33. So the Lakers are doing exactly what they need to do, which is to get better each game because they're the team that still has a long way to go as far as chemistry, uh, camaraderie, continuity. They need to build all of those habits that these other teams have been able to build because they've had the same personnel for a long time. So it's that is the real unknown and challenge. Can we grow enough to be a good enough team to beat the Warriors, for example, and then to go on and beat, let's say, whoever you want to pick, you know, the Nuggets, and then go on and beat, you know, the Celtics and win the championship. That's a big challenge because there is a lot more parity in this league than there's ever been before. I mean, that's that's why you saw the Bucks get knocked out by the Heat, who just all of a sudden started playing like nobody's seen them play all year. And they also lost Hero. So they come into the thing wounded and it's just been an incredible, you look at the games and the way teams have fought back and so forth. The whole simple fact that Sacramento is actually going to play a game seven in Sacramento on Sunday. That's We know what happened the last time they played a game seven in Sacramento. Oh man, they are historically, they are 0-3. Yeah. In, they're gonna in, light the beam. Game seven. They're gonna light they, the beam on Sunday. Man, like Sacramento in a game seven. Jeez. It's like I you still know, I still think they're gonna win, just a gut feeling, but oh there's bonus is gonna have to play a lot better there's, he was there, there's an interesting there's an interesting story that could play out here. Another story. Should Golden State win and Phoenix beats Denver and the Celtics make it to the final. LeBron could also put to bed the competitive thing that he's had in the East all those years. He would go through the second seed in the first round, beat Steph, the defending champs, beat Durant in the Western Conference Finals, mm. and then finish it off in, against Boston. If LeBron does that, that would be a nice run. What it's if we old, run? like the whole greatest player thing. 
takes a huge turn. Plus also the bubble. The bubble thing as far as how the Lakers didn't deserve it or wasn't really a championship, all that. That's always by guys who've never won a championship that are always complaining about the Lakers. All that goes out of the window. All that goes out the window. Well, people who are complaining, you know, like that pissant piece of crap, uh, Nick Wright always uh, dogging Jordan because he had Pippen and all this crap, like these scumbags that just yap because they're not getting what they want. You know, Jordan said it. He's like, you know, you didn't. Now he's a tyrant. Now he's this. Well, what have you won? That's you're saying that because you haven't won jack squat. That's why you say it. It's like the losers who say the title doesn't mean anything. The, it's guaranteed that if it was their team, that it would have been legitimate. So it, the, the argument is stupid. But what it is is it makes it it solidifies it even more. It's already solidified. Banners up there. Championships legit. But you almost you you do what you did to, to you you gave. It's like giving Dylan Brooks a second forty. Which is what happened tonight. You you already gave him twenty twenty, which which equals forty. Now you give him another freaking forty, especially in a game where forty point wins are very rare in general. The fact that we dropped forty on a playoff team in the playoffs in a clincher in, in a, a clincher number two playoff team and number two You're the best defense in the playoffs the best defense in the playoffs and a team that was playing extremely well going to the playoffs this wasn't some dead team that was that ran out of gas at the end no they were playing bad pretty good basketball and that's without Steven Adams so uh, look I, I I said this to Gerald on, on playback I feel like an a-hole for what I did to Darvin Ham what I did to Rob what I did to Jeannie now, because we it, it, it came together, I do. I, it feels like that, even though Gerald did say, you know, it was warranted, which there is some truth to that. But we're emotional. We're Laker fans, and we're greedy, and we're used to winning, and it, it's we're screwed up like that. That's just how our brain is. But I do want to give props to everyone tonight. Everyone from uh, from the to- from top to bottom in the Laker organization, they absolutely won in every facet of basketball tonight, and crossing my fingers that this continues because it's a lot of fun i'll tell you that lebron refused to shake hands with uh, brooks i wouldn't either i wouldn't i wouldn't shake his hand if he was the last guy on earth and brooks uh, basically no comment as he went on the team bus it was you know brooks brooks is i've looked at it a little bit differently to me brooks is different than let's say a draymond green draymond green is an obnoxious just abhorrent just, just I, but if you're gonna walk the walk when you talk win, the of talk. course he's gonna walk the walk. He's got, he's, got Steph, he's got Steph and Clay behind him. But, if, no, but I'm talking, I'm talking about Brooks. If you're gonna talk the talk, make a win, shot. Yeah, you gotta talk to make the shot, but you also gotta talk the talk when you lose. You can't just duck out and hide for cover when well, he's, you lose. He's, he's, he, go wrong. He, yeah, the 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 thing is with him is he doesn't have anything to back up what he's doing. And and Clay Thompson has been saying this for a couple of years now. This is these guys haven't done jack squat. And Dylan Brooks thinks he's a villain in in, in WWE wrestling, it, and he's he's not even that. Like that's not you know that's a scripted business. This is real. So if you're gonna talk smack, you have to perform. And not only do you have to perform, you have to win. But Joe, I I, I don't think that um, when a lot of people have this discussion, that they they, they don't realize that. I, I mean, you do you do understand a lot of these guys um, 
have the suspension of disbelief, right, Joe? It's it, Kevin Durant had, spoke the other day about how no, me and Russ never had a beef. Oh, you never had a beef? That's that's funny. I remember somebody wearing a cupcake hat, and you guys not speaking to each other for a couple of years. It's a suspension of disbelief, Joe. They make themselves believe anything they want. And Brooks is a perfect example of that. On social media, on Twitter, Joe, on Instagram, Dylan Brooks can be that villain because he can turn the comments section off and revel in the fact that he's being a clown and he doesn't have anybody in a mirror or looking at himself and thinking, well, maybe I should change my behavior. It's, it's, it's enabled, Joe. You know that, but you know that it's the, it's an enabled behavior. The, the fakeness of people in general, you know, we we obviously see these guys on TV. They're they're more prominent, but you see it every day in life. The fake, the fake existence. I call it fake existence. And those who live a fake life, regardless of what success they have, people's definition of success. Dylan Brooks is successful. He's an NBA player making millions of dollars, right? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about someone who's who thinks he's Charles Barkley or Draymond Green, this rogue mouth that 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 unfortunately has not been able to back up that what that mouth says. And you remember uh, what the Joker once told Batman in the comic books? You have nothing to threaten me with. Brooks isn't Brooks isn't this villain that can turn the turn the page after it's over. No, a, a true villain would have stood in front of the media and taken and taken the bullets. But these guys have the suspension of disbelief that what happened yesterday doesn't mean anything because today's a new day and a lot of times they also it, it, again like joe and john were kind of discussing this about how a lot of these guys think this is just it's more entertainment than it is uh, a sport and for brooks he's got it in his head that somehow you know because he brings nothing else to the table he can't shoot he's not athletic he's a terribly inefficient player that he has to play this stupid role and it, it just it doesn't like the glass slipper doesn't fit joe it's painful to watch actually i have not minded dylan brooks talking smack because it, it's a, it's that it goes to the advantage of the lakers and lebron james is a mega star a mega star who who is one of the few guys that can play irritated and, and be great He's not Kobe, Jordan level angry, play great, but he's he's still LeBron James, mega star. He's he showed he showed tonight that look, you're gonna talk smack. You guys won't, you know. I had a bad game, game, game five. I came back and I whooped your rear ends, and you gotta back up your talk to verify your your rant. But the Lakers have something going on right now i didn't expect it a few months ago but right now it's looking like it's kind of it's coming together and uh but, but you, when you have lip sorry go ahead sean yeah no joe that's true what you're saying I, i'm i'm just saying like you're not 
you're not even Danny Ainge, man. At least, like you talk about talk, guys that talk smack, Joe. Danny Ainge talked a lot of smack, but Danny Ainge was a shooter. He had to respect him. Like D- Dylan Brooks offers nothing. Like, and I know what you're saying there that his trash talk helps the Lakers. I don't really think so. I think I think what we saw was that LeBron was really trying to give this guy some good advice and basically telling him you're you're a f goof of the highest order and do what you do do your job instead of just mouthing off like and joe do you honestly think that young basketball players will will learn any lesson from from this incident uh, i don't think so i don't think so i think i think this should have been a turning point and a kind of a, a case study in how not to behave when you don't have the requisite skills to back it up. I think that should be an internal pro, uh, issue that's solved, which I think what's the solving is going to be them not bringing him back. Well, you know what the problem was? Tracy McGrady already called this situation in Memphis. He already called it. He said they needed a vet before they even acquired Stephen Adams. And they did acquire a vet. And what did that do? It didn't do a damn thing. They haven't learned. They haven't learned any lessons for, about how to be a professional. And it's going to be hard. And it was hard this year too because you had John Morant's uh, off the off the court issues. Yeah. The. I I get I I was, I didn't I didn't know how this was going to play out when it first started, but as things developed, at the end of the day, guys, it's still the NBA. There's one thing that hasn't changed. In the NBA, superstars win these games. The the more than the majority of the time, they win these games. And we saw what LeBron and AD. AD is the best defensive player in the league, despite whoever plays enough games to get the award. Award and AD proved it tonight, and he's been proving it pretty much all all, all series long. If AD plays like this the rest of the way, you're with the Lakers. I don't know how the hell they're going to lose. I really don't. John McCallion, I'm going to leave it with you, my friend. Please go ahead and check out his awesome channel today, the John McCallion channel on YouTube. My friend, close it out for us strong. Great game today. And what are you guys up to on the John McCallion channel and some of the final Laker thoughts before we head on out? So my channel, I don't really talk sports on it, but um, basically right you now wear I'm your document- Lakers hats, though. <laughs> yeah, I do. But, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of – well, I have some. I have some uh, people who are interested in sports, but um, also a lot of them aren't. But, anyway, I'm documenting my weight loss journey on there. You know, I'm always posting, um, you know, self-improvement, personal development content. It's just a really good channel to, you know, to get some motivation, inspiration if, you, if you're feeling down on your luck or, you know, you just need a, a good old kick in the balls. <laughs> or, again, just a soundboard. You guys have been great on your chat. I see you interact with all your viewers constantly. Yeah. So, absolutely, for a great conversation, join the John McCallion channel. Subscribe and like today. Any last thoughts on the Lakers, my friend? You get the last word before we head on out. Go Lakers. Absolutely. Go Lakers, indeed. All the scenarios, should Lonnie get more time? Should Mo Bamba get more time? I know Laker Tom was talking about that earlier today. Mo Bamba, Lonnie Walker, all that other stuff. Great game coached by Darvin Ham as the Lakers win by 40. 
We'll talk all those scenarios and upcoming shows because we've got till Tuesday. We've got Lakers weekend coming up here. Magic Man's going to go ahead and rock it indeed, but go ahead and join us. If you can be part of the over 600 subscribers, 600 subscribers now. Thank you so much that are on YouTube so you can get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air, live on the air with us right here at the Lakers Fast Break for all of our great shows. So for Joe Sorrow at LakersBall.com, go ahead and check that out. Sean Grice, the magic man, who's all over the Lakers Fast Break. John McCallion from the John McCallion channel. And of course, Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out his latest article and see how he trolls Jamie Sweet. And just like LeBron James trolls Dylan Brooks, Laker Tom trolls Jamie Sweet at Lakerholics.com. Also hit that like button. Let's get the likes up, y'all. It's yes, free. Please, please, absolutely. Like button because, again, that helps get this out to more people, more eyes. We're trying to exactly. grow. We're trying to get to the, to the big conversation. Lakers Nation, Lockdown Lakers, all those other Lakers that think they're good. Wait till they see us. Wait till they get a load of us. We're just like the Lakers. We're on the way up. And it's all because of you guys out there. The best Lakers chat room that's out there and the best Lakers fans that are out there are all watching us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. We'll see you this weekend, everyone. Lakers win. We're on to the second round, baby. Woohoo!